What's up, guys? It's Mickey, and welcome back to another episode of Blank Canvas. How is my BK fam feeling? I hope you guys are doing well, amazing, and if you're not, hopefully I can say something today that encourages you, that refreshes your soul, and that just makes you smile or make your day. Hopefully hearing my voice and being with me today will help make your day a little brighter. All right, so let's jump into this week's episode. Last week, I talked about when you need help from somebody or if you're in the position to help to make sure you do it with a humble heart, the right attitude, and so forth and so on. If you want to go back and listen to last week's episode, do that and then come back and listen to this week's episode because this is going to be kind of like a part two. I found this scripture that I was looking for. Sometimes I'll read my Bible and I'll just randomly read. And other times I'll ask God, what do I need to read? What do I need to hear? Take me to what I need. And he took me into a specific scripture. And y'all know how I do. I want to read it to you guys. I want to break it down. And I want to share some real life experience that can hopefully help you. So the first thing that I want to say before we start reading is not only am I in my family personally dealing with people who... um are trying to take advantage of certain situations, are in a position where right now they can kind of kick us when we're down. I also know other people in my life. And of course, this is a old tale because we aren't the first people that this happened to, nor will we be the last, which is why I'm trying to encourage my BK fam to do better and be better. Or don't be, as my mom would say, don't be what you don't like, right? I also know other people in my life that are dealing with the same thing, that they might not be in the best position. There are people that are trying to flex. There are people that are trying to, they're up now. And so because they're on the other side of being up, they're trying to go out of their way to make people who aren't up feel uncomfortable or to throw in their face that they are up and you are down. And so if you are experiencing that, this part two will be for you. Part one is too, but part two would be for you. And if you are experiencing that, it's so much easier said than done to not be an evil and vindictive person back. Well, let me speak for myself because my flesh flames up and rises in situations like this. If somebody is already down, you do not kick a person when they are down, right? And if you're going to help somebody, you don't do it just to throw it back in their face and you don't do it to flex on a person. I have seen recently too many different examples close to home and not close to home where people and humans are just flexing on another level and mistreating people on another level and the world is just ugly. It hasn't just gotten ugly. This is nothing new, but it's such a disdain and disgust. And I'm not saying this because it's happening to me personally. I'm just letting it be known that it is affecting me and others around me personally for the simple fact of y'all know that I am speaking from experience, but I do not care about this only now because it's happened to me. First of all, this isn't the first time. You can go back and listen to past episodes. This isn't the first time that it's happened to me. Second of all, it's a prevalent issue and that I am seeing repeating more often than not. And so I feel like it's an issue that needs to be addressed. So I want to encourage anybody who's in the position where you are receiving help from people who are trying to poop on you, to try to hold you back, to try to flex their power. Remember, that the first shall be last and the last shall be first when it's all said and done. 
And if you don't understand what that means, it means that God has you. And the greatest among all of us is the servant. And the not just the servant, like, oh my God, I'm going to bring you food to your table like a waiter. No, 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 no. That's how we should wait on God, right? We talked about this before in past episodes where Pastor Mike from TC, he taught us, that's how we should wait. We shouldn't wait with our arms folded in an attitude like, when am I next, God? Why not me now, God? Me, 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 me. It should be like a waiter at a restaurant. Like, all right, God, I'm in this season of waiting, but how I wait is important. And I'm waiting but I'm waiting with the right posture, the right attitude, the right heart, the right mind to be like, okay, God, I'll still serve the people who are going out of their way to flex. I'll still serve them if you tell me to. I'll still be kind to them because I don't have to say if you tell me to on that because that is, he's told us to. Go back to listen to the Loving Your Enemies episode. I break all that down. He tell us. He tells us to love our enemies. Remember, it's easy to love and to be good to people who are good to you. But the real challenge is to still have true character, true integrity. Just be a good, decent person to people who are going out of their way to be evil, mistreat, or flex on you. And it's not easy. I'll speak for myself. It's not easy for me because whether I'm in a low position or not, Sometimes I want to say things that are, mm -mm, you can't take them back after they're out of my mouth. Sometimes I want to do things that I know for a fact you can't take back once it's done. <clears throat> but in, sorry y'all, my voice, but in me trying to be a better person, I have to, I have to tame my flesh. I have to ignore my flesh. I have to let the Holy Spirit override my flesh. And how I do that is by staying in the presence of Jesus, by staying in his, at his feet, by staying in my word, by consistently praying, by trying to meditate, by making sure that I'm keeping my spirit, my soul balanced, maintained. Y'all, let me just share this quick story before we get into the scripture. I'm sitting in a parking lot right now recording this episode, and I don't have enough gas to go sit somewhere and, you know, try to stay warm. It's a little colder today. I, I have enough gas to come from where I need to come from and to do what I need to do. And then I have enough gas to go back to where I need to go. I don't have enough gas to do any in-between stops. And when I tell you that as I record this episode, this is the second time that the sun has come out that the way that it has right now. As I share these words with you guys, the sun is blazing down on me. It is blazing. And sometimes my mom would say, that's just God giving us kisses. He's just warming us up. But it hits a little differently today. Because as I'm layered up in clothes and I'm wrapped in blankets in this cold weather, and I don't have enough gas to just go sit somewhere to sit. Like I got to use the gas to get done what needs to be done today. Where I'm parked in this parking lot. God has warmed me up twice with his race. God is here and he knows I'm cold and he's warming me up anyways. And if that's not a small example of how good our God is, how great our God is, how gracious and generous and loving and kind our God is, 
I don't know what else is. And that's just a quick little example that just to remind you guys that God is always there and he's always present. All right. Are we ready to jump into this week's scripture? This is, y'all, the the devil is trying to take my voice away. I've been talking fine the whole entire day and the devil is trying to take my voice away. Pause. Let me drink some water. All right. Is that better? All right. So let's try this again. I still feel my like my voice is a little raspy. When I tell y'all my voice has not done this all day, and as soon as I start trying to speak this word that God has downloaded, y'all ain't going to have me today. I could sound like old rasp horse man. Y'all going to get this message that God has downloaded, okay? So we are in, let me make sure this is right. I need to go back a page. We are in 2 Samuel chapter 22, and I'm going to start with verse 1 and read all of it. What I'll try to do is, I'll try to say pause. That way you guys know these are my words. These are not in the scripture. I'm giving you my words, my thoughts. And then I'll probably say play. And that'll be like, you guys know I'm picking up with reading. All right. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> so Second Samuel chapter 22. And, you know, I have chicken soup for the soul Bible. So they give little headings. The heading over this is David's song of praise. You know, my God, David is always coming through. So here's a little description before we get into the actual scripture. Little background. David sang this song to the Lord after the Lord had rescued him from all his enemies and from Saul. These were the words he sang. We're getting into the actual song. Here we go. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my savior. My God is my rock in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the strength of my salvation, and my stronghold, my high tower, my savior, and the one who saves me from violence. I will call on the Lord who is worthy of praise, for he saves me from my enemies. The waves of death surrounded me. The floods of destruction swept over me. The grave wrapped its ropes around me. Death itself stared me in the face. But in my distress, I cried out to the Lord. Yes, I called to my God for help. He heard me from his sanctuary. My cry reached his ears. And unless they put unless they put part of this song in Psalms and then put the rest of it together, that little section is also, oh, sorry, pause. That little section is also in Psalms. And it's one of my favorite part of one of my favorite psalms when he says the grave wrapped his ropes around me death stared me in the face but in my distress I cried out to the Lord yes I called for help he heard me from his sanctuary my cry reached his ears it may not be the exact verbiage but it's pretty similar and basically what David is saying is even in the midst of his enemies even in the midst of trials and tribulations even in the midst of his tears and sorrows Remember, BK fam, never believe that God doesn't hear you just because we may not always. And sometimes you can get an audible response or in some form. It may not be like, oh, my God. But I mean, hey, he gave an audible voice to Moses. So I'm not going to downplay that just because that was a long time ago that God doesn't speak that way. That was just an example, one of the many examples of how God can and will speak to us. And I don't want us to limit God to how he does things to one way because as PD has broken down before, sometimes our problem is we limit God to only answering our prayers 
in one way or speaking to us in one way when there's a multitude of ways for him to act. Just know that he's always going to come through, but don't limit the way he's going to come through and don't limit your mindset. All right. All right. Play. (laughs) Then the earth quaked and trembled. The foundations of the heavens shook. They quaked because of his anger. Smoke poured from his nostrils. Fierce flames leaped from his mouth. Glowing coals flamed forth from him. He opened the heavens and came down. Dark storm clouds were beneath his feet. Mountain on a mighty angel, he flew soaring on the wings of the wind. He shrouded himself in darkness, veiling his approach with dense rain clouds. A great brightness shone before him and bolts of lightning blazed forth. The Lord thundered from heaven. The Most High gave a mighty shout. He shot his arrows and scattered his enemies. His lightning flashed and they were confused. Then at the command of the Lord, at the blast of his breath, the bottom of the sea could be seen and the foundations of the earth were laid bare. He reached down from heaven and rescued me. He drew me out of the deep waters. He delivered me from my powerful enemies. From those who hated me and were too strong for me. They attacked me at a moment when I was weakest, but the Lord upheld me. Pause. This scripture, uh, verse 19. They attacked me at the moment when I was the weakest, but the Lord upheld me. That's what I want to reference, guys. David went through it. Other people in the Bible went through it. I promise you probably every single person in your life that you have met has been through it at some point. And if they haven't, they probably will encounter it at some point in this world because humans are human and this, this world is fallen, right? And humans aren't perfect. But when David said they attacked me when I was at my weakest, human beings have a terrible, terrible, terrible pattern with that. Kicking somebody when they're down, attacking them at their weakest, trying to make them feel lower than they already feel right? And if you are in that position, listen to what David said, but the Lord upheld me, but the Lord upheld me. Sometimes count your blessings if you have human beings in your life who can do it as well, because then you got those human beings and the Lord, but sometimes you don't have that, or sometimes the people that you have in your life still don't fill your soul in a way. They help you in other ways, but it still can't, there's still a little inkling, there's still a little something missing. It is the part, the other part that's missing is the Lord because nobody can uphold us. Nobody can carry us. Nobody can keep us like the most high himself. The Lord upheld him. All right, play. Let's see. He led me to a place of safety. He rescued me because he delights in me. The Lord rewarded me for doing right. He compensated me because of my innocence, for I had kept the ways of the Lord. I have not turned from my God to follow evil, for all his laws are constantly before me. I have never abandoned his principles. I am blameless before God. I have kept myself from sin. The Lord rewarded me for doing right because of my innocence in his sight. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To those with integrity, you show integrity. To the pure, you show yourself pure. But to the wicked, you show yourself hostile. You rescue those who are humble, but your eyes are on the proud to humiliate them. O Lord, you are my light. Yes, Lord, you light up my darkness in your strength. I can crush an army with my God. I can scale any wall. Mm. As for God, his way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to him for protection. For who is God except the Lord? Who But our God is a solid rock. God is my strong fortress. He has made my way safe. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer leading me safely along the mountain heights. He prepares me for battle. 
He strengthens me to draw a bow of bronze. You have given me the shield of your salvation. Your help has made me great. You have made a wide path for my feet to keep them from slipping. Thank you, Jesus. I chased my enemies and destroyed them. I did not stop until they were conquered. I consumed them. That's some David stuff, y'all. I struck them down so they could not get up. They fell beneath my feet. You have armed me with the strength for the battle. Pause. Let me reread that. Let me back it up. Did you hear what David said? Did you hear what David said? You have armed me with the strength for the battle. If he armed David, don't you think he'll arm us as well? God's got us. God's got us, guys. God's got us. I had a friend who said something recently and said this year was our our mamba year. And if you don't know what mamba is, mama mentality, Kobe Bryant, look it up. I don't have enough time to dive deep into it. But this year for all of us was our mamba year. And boy, are all of us having a hell of a year. It's starting off a hell of a way. But we're speaking nothing but greatness. And we know that just because it started this way doesn't mean it's going to finish this way. And honestly, I had another friend of mine that talked about rainbows. And they said, you know, the storm sometimes... They just wash away and cleanse everything that needs to be cleansed. And then the rainbow's coming. And I responded to that friend and I said, well, I can't wait to see what our spring flowers are because I know that God's got us and he will keep all of us. And I say that to my BK fam, God's got us and he will keep us. Maybe your year didn't start off the way you thought. I need you to have a mamba mentality as one of my friends would say, and I need you to push through. And as many people have said, you cannot have a testimony without a test. You need a little pain and suffering so people can really know like, okay, you really have been through things. You really can understand. You really get it. You don't just praise God for the good. You pray. You really praise him through the bad. You really uphold your faith. You really trust him in spite of. And he really comes through even after the bad. He does. Trust me. He does. All right. Play. You have subdued my enemies under my feet. You made them turn and run. I have destroyed all who hated me. They called for help, but no one came to rescue them. They cried to the Lord, but he refused to answer them. I ground them as fine as the dust of the earth. I swept them into the gutter like dirt. You gave me victory over my accusers. You preserved me as the ruler of a nations. People I don't even know now serve me. Oh, I got chills because people I don't even know listen to me. So I have a responsibility to a pause. I have a responsibility to make sure that the content and stuff that I'm getting out to you guys, it doesn't always have to be positive, but it does need to be authentically me authentic to myself I can still have privacy and boundaries right but what is out there and if I'm talking about God I need to make sure that what I'm talking about is right or at least right to what I know and if there's anything I need to come back and correct which I have discussed this before I have a responsibility to come back and correct it if I know better and when I know better I do better and it's never my goal to lead you guys the wrong way I always try to prefer this is my beliefs from my life experiences and the different people that I've experienced. If you know something different or you know something better or you know a little more, y'all let me know. I'm I'm open. I'm always willing to learn. That's how we keep growing. That's how we be better.
right? <sighs> Play. You made them turn and run. I have destroyed all who hated me. They called for help, but no one came to rescue them. They cried to the Lord, but he refused to answer them. I grounded them as fine as the dust of the earth. I swept them into the ground, gutter like dirt. You gave me victory over my accusers. You preserved me as the ruler over nations. People I don't even know now serve me. Foreigners cringe before me. As soon as they hear of me, they they submit. They all lose their courage and come trembling from their strongholds. The Lord lives. Blessed be my rock. May God, the rock of my salvation, be exalted. He is the God who pays back those who harm me. He subdues the nations under me and rescues me from my enemies. You hold me safe beyond the reach of my enemies. Final little part. You save me from violent opponents. Pause. It doesn't matter how deadly, how hard life seems, how stronger your uh, your enemies, your opponents, any opposition you're facing, how overwhelming it feels. You get in the presence of Jesus and you calm that mind of yours. Do you hear me? You get in the presence of Jesus and you calm that mind of yours. You do not lose the mental battle so you can still fight the physical battle and vice versa. Because you need both working at the same time to push through. Do you hear me, BK fam? Do not grow weary in doing good. Because in due season, you will reap a harvest. <laughs> and it will all be worth it. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? It does not matter how bad it seems. This too shall pass. Y'all, God just started bringing the sun even, even more. I think he's pleased. I think he's pleased. Thank you, Jesus. Play. For this, O Lord, I will praise you among the nations. I will sing joyfully to your name. You give great victories to your king. You show unfailing love to your anointed, to David and all his descendants forever. And that is the end of that section, that chapter. I thought that chapter could describe perfectly how someone might feel if they were in the position where somebody was trying to flex on them when they were low or when life has become too overwhelming, too all-consuming and everything, and it can just be too much. I hope that that chapter, remember that was Second Samuel chapter 22 when I read the whole thing. I hope that that can encourage you I hope that it can give you a little bit of hope and faith to keep going. You only need faith the size of a mustard seed. Google how small that is. Google how small that is. I wouldn't even notice it on the ground if it was in carpet on the ground, anything. Listen to me, my BK fam. You can do this. Keep going. Don't give up. I don't care how people are trying to flex on you and kick you when you are down. You still be good to them so you don't block your blessings. Easier said than done. And something I never look forward to doing, <laughs> never look forward to being good to people who aren't good to me. It does not make my day whatsoever. It does not make my spirit be like, oh, this feels great. No. But what I did share with a friend before, and we were talking about like our evil and dark sides. And I told them, I was like, you know, I have to try hard to maintain this flesh and to not come out of character especially in times where people are trying to flex and everything. And they said the same. They said the same. I said, but the the heaviness of what comes when you pay evil for evil or the heaviness that comes after you have to lower yourself to that standard to mistreat, mistreat people either the same way or worse than they did you, 
it leaves me, I don't know about y'all, but it leaves me feeling a little icky on the inside. So not only have I lowered my standards and disappointed God, but now I only temporarily feel good and I'm left with a little icky feeling. Well, I might as well do what's right and push through and still have God be proud of me in the midst of everything. First, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Okay? Don't forget that, BK fam. Do not give up. Keep going. I love you guys. I really hope this helped. I felt like I needed to do a part two. God spoke to me and told me to get this message to his people. So I know the people that are supposed to hear it will hear it. And I love you guys. I love you guys. Please keep going. Please keep going. Please keep going. And I can't wait to see what we talk about next time. All right, guys. Bye. Speaking fluently, so just listen. Blank canvas, 